0: It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92 nine's 9 X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna.
1: A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Thursday, November 24th, 2024.
2: 2022. 2022. Should we just jump ahead a couple years. Yeah.
1: Cool. No. Mm. November 24th, 2022 I'm Beckler I'm Shauna Welcome to the BNS 20 Minutes Less piss cast. Welcome
2: to the BNS
1: Yesterday we were talking a bit about the World Cup Did you end up watching that game, Shauna? Sure did, yeah Yeah, Uh, I went out
2: to watch it, it was
1: awesome Good atmosphere?
2: Super good atmosphere The place was completely packed And yeah, everybody had their red and white on
1: Brigham and I watched at home And it was, yeah, it was a ton of fun Canada lost, but it was a great game Awesome game Talked about that a bit on the show today We did Uh, What else are we talking about? We put pop-up audio on here today because it's an older song we might be familiar with. Uh, Some white girl sayings. Wearing the same winter coat for a really long time. Uh, A word the English say kind of funny. TV trope. Whether calories gotten better or worse over time. Don Cherry's back again. He did not actually die of a heart attack on Monday, as some people maybe thought when he saw Austin Matthews' purse. No, he is... His brain maybe exploded a little bit, but he's still fine. He's still kicking. He recovered from it. He's on the show today Mm. talking soccer. Uh, Vancouver Soft for you. Oh, God, classic. A wild video that's making the rounds of the internet right now. First, you're out of context clip of the show. Getting some noggin'. Yeah, well... But I do want a grotesque mug for my noggin. B
0: and S in 20 minutes
2: or less. Etymology with Shauna. friend of the show Tara asked me to look up the etymology of the word noggin.
1: Noggin is a super funny word.
2: Really funny. So you're talking about your head. You say you're noggin. (laughs) Uh, So I did, and it's kind of convoluted, but here's what I found out. So the first use of the word noggin actually meant a wooden cup or a mug. In other words, a drinking vessel. That's what a noggin was, was a drinking vessel for nog, for example. So some believe the association with your head actually comes from the connection to when you drink, your head gets a little cloudy and it kind of morphed from there. Okay. So they were thinking that that's why, because everybody would refer to your noggin, if you're noggin too much, your head's getting a little... So that
1: actually comes from the the drink nog?
2: So n- there's a long story of where nog came to be, but it came noggin first, and then we nicknamed that drink nog down the line Okay. from drinking, because it was actually a wooden stick that was used to uh, adjust temperature for Drinks inside the noggin, and then they kind of shortened that drink to be called Nog from there. That's a whole side etymology. Wow. I've joked
1: there. before about how, like, are there other types of Nog, or is it just egg? Uh,
2: that's a good question. Because they used to call it just a drink in general Nog, and then they started to add egg to that, and then it was specifically eggnog. So, God, that's a funny word. Generally, Nog was a thing. Is this <laughs> losing meaning yet? The number of times I've said the word Nog? Nog. <laughs>
1: nog. Okay. okay.
2: Nog it. Uh, Another possibility is that some of these noggins or mugs had grotesque faces on them because it was a style of art at the time. And we've talked about this briefly. Oh, yes. This is where the term mugshot came from because the mugs literally had these grotesque faces and Mm -hmm. a mugshot is seen as kind of a gross picture and it's supposed to be negative. So it came from mugshot. So some people think that that whole association is where we got head because your face is on your head. Mug shots, mugs,
1: and noggin, Here man, I would love a grotesque mug I would for too. my holiday nog drinks, right I
2: know all of the noggs, also, a noggin is an official measurement. It later really? became a term to uh, describe a quarter pint. a quarter pint was a noggin, and it was used in law terms. Way back when, because it was the same thing as now, whereas you need a proper pint, right? And they thought that they were overcharging, so they're like, no, it has to be a proper noggin that you're selling patrons. And if they checked and they saw that it wasn't a full noggin, then you could be charged as a public house. So.
1: Have you ever heard of a, a certain act between two consenting adults referred to as noggin, noggin before? Yep. That's why this has been so funny to me. Noggin every time boots? you've said the word, n- n- no, no, going
2: nog, yep. no, like,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> like giving or receiving noggin. Yeah. Have you heard of that? Okay. Well, I have. Uh, that's why I've been laughing so hard this whole time. Because we should every time p- you've said nog or noggin, I just you're thinking about that,
2: <laughs> getting some noggin. Yep.
1: Yeah, well. Uh, but I do want a grotesque mug for my nog. I would so, too. Yep.
2: Uh, <laughs> now I'm picturing putting a mug on something else. Okay, this is going... <laughs> Let's just get out of here. Get out. Get out. Temology with Shauna. BNS in 20 minutes or
0: less. We
1: mentioned it in the news today, but did you watch the video of that fight at Marlboro Sea Train Station? Yeah, it's insane. That the, so the police released this. This happened a week ago. The police just released it because they're looking for more information on it. Um... It's absolutely wild, Shauna. Yeah. Like there's a there's a group of guys standing around. You get this is security footage from inside the the Marlboro C train station, and I don't know what happened, but one guy punches another, and then another guy walks over from. It looks like there were a few people kind of set up in the C train station. I don't know if they're just keeping warm or whatever, but he comes over and he punches the first guy who threw the punch, and then a brawl breaks out. And at one point, someone it, it, we said in the news it was a pipe. It looks like a, like a club or a yeah. flashlight or something. It's got like a leash on it. He pulls out that and he starts going to town on another guy. And then a guy comes from across the C train station and it looks like he's holding a gun, but it's a flare gun. Yeah. And he shoots one guy with a flare gun and this guy's on fire. His head's on fire and he's rolling around and he puts out the fire, the fire And then he pops up and he takes the club from another guy and he chases the guy with the flare gun and gets a few good shots in. And then he gets hit with another flare Mm -hmm. and he's on fire again. It's, it is madness. It's the, it's like the wildest thing I've ever seen. And in the background of this video, it looks like there's just commuters waiting, (laughs) waiting to catch their train. And they're just dealing with this. Yeah. They're just standing there. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's like I it's wonder crazy. when this is going to be over so that we can board the train and go to where we need to go yeah I have to go to work yeah, like, yeah and like I said there was, there was a knife at one point like, it's crazy
2: because you- there are so many fights and stuff that t- seem to break out like this and you're just like how many of these now we have this footage to watch it but I'm like how many of these do we not
1: See footage of yeah. that happen all the time. It feels like every day in the news we're telling a story about some attack on the sea train station. Some someone was chased with an axe. Someone was like crazy stuff like this. Yeah. And then when you watch the footage and there's yeah, this is like weapons and some I guys know. on fire twice. Doesn't and keeps look fighting. look yeah. No, it doesn't. It looks like it. It looks like a like a gag video almost. Yeah. yeah. It's just wild. And then if you say you don't feel safe on the C train, well, then you're the one being insensitive. And you watch this video, and the poor people in the back who are just trying to go about their lives. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's on fire okay, running around. Like- <laughs> Like literally I'll, flaming. I'll retweet this uh, video on the X account if you want to watch it. I think CTV posted it yesterday, so I'll just retweet that if you... Because you just got to see yeah. like the, it's madness. the madness it's absolute going madness. on here.
2: Yeah.
0: The BNS and 20 minutes or less podcast.
2: I was reading the survey, and it was done on Canadians' weather worries for this year. And it's broken down by province, and they asked a bunch of questions. And uh, I'm proud to admit that when it came to the question... I'm worried about my lack of preparedness in the event of weather. Albertans are not at all concerned in comparison to the rest of the the country. We're we're prepared? Yeah, we all said, no, we're pretty good. 36% said they're worried about their preparedness for the weather, which was the lowest of all provinces by quite a bit. The province Hmm. that feels most ill-prepared, can you guess? (laughs) Is it BC? British
1: Columbia. (laughs) 60%
2: Sixty percent of British Columbians <laughs> say they feel ill prepared for the weather. I was like, that's was very like, on okay, brand. Okay,
1: maybe people who live in the part of the province that actually does get some weather, but there yeah. aren't that many people living in that part of the province. Like the 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 bulk of the population is focused around yes. Vancouver and Vancouver Island, right? And they feel very they, ill prepared for the
2: <laughs> well. I mean, I guess impending they- scary weather. <sighs>
1: They, they probably are the most ill-prepared for winter, but they also don't really get winter. That's so why. It's just... Also,
2: this is funny, because I was visiting my sister a couple <laughs> weeks ago, and it had... There was some frost on the windshield in the morning, and I was taking the car. And so I went to the back to look for the scraper. Yeah. No scraper to no be found. Scraper. So I went back inside. I'm like, where's the scraper? And my sister's like, I don't actually know. And I'm like, okay, I understand you don't get a ton of snow, but you get frost on your windshield quite often. And the fact that you don't know where your scraper is just proves the issue
1: here. And that's an easy fix. It's a, a very easy fix. A like scraper three bucks at the dollar store.
2: Yeah. And then her husband <laughs> looks at her and he's like, oh yeah, I don't know where mine is. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Like just never conceptualize having these things
1: it's an odd question though like about your, your your worries about the weather like I mean when I lived in Saskatchewan my worry was that it was going to get cold and stay cold for mm-hmm. months and months and it you know everyone would be miserable and yeah couldn't go outside couldn't do anything but I don't yeah I wouldn't say I have like weather worries here big snowfall will be okay
2: yeah But then it is your preparedness for it as well. Whereas if you're living in Saskatchewan, you know that it is going to get cold. It's not that you look forward to it, but you've got the gear and the stuff. Get a decent
1: battery in your car. You have jumper cables. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And here, I think because our weather is so crazy, like we're, we feel pretty prepared because we're like, wow, we We get everything thrown at us and we've got the stuff for it all now. Like we figured it Mm -hmm. out. And then there's BC 60%.
1: (laughs) something bad sorry, could weather? happen this year
0: oh god no d n s in 20 minutes or less we we're
1: just talking about canada's first match at the world cup yesterday that was uh, really fun it was a ton of fun where did where did you watch uh Charlie five okay and was it packed was it was packed yeah it packed downstairs and and-
2: upstairs everywhere was just completely full and red and white it was really fun so uh
1: what was the reaction to the missed penalty kick not good. No, mm-hmm. man, that, pl- I w- I w- that place would have went nuts. eh? like the totally. whole country would have went crazy. if,
2: Yeah, well, it I'd was gone in. with basically every play. Right, anytime <laughs> that uh, Canada saved a goal, obviously it was a big deal. And they played really well, though. I was super. Impre- I was prepared to watch that game and see Canada just get absolutely pummeled, and they didn't.
1: So no, it was exciting. It was lots of fun. They played and- so
2: well, so it's really fun because that was one of the like the highest ranked team they're playing. So now they're going to go and play a team that's supposed to be a lower rank, which I have hopes for I think they could they could potentially win.
1: It's also fun because I mean we're we're not typically a soccer country no. obviously, right? And there I think there are many people who are maybe watching a bit of soccer for Perhaps the first time. Yes. I mean, I don't know very much about soccer, and I'm getting sucked right into it. Me I'm having too. a good time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I um, mean, it's not the first time watching, but I, I'm starting to get into it way more with yeah. Canada being.
1: You got old Terrys who are watching soccer now, or to to you're still watching out. Trying to figure it all out. What's going on? What, out is it, what, there? Is it, what is this? Imagine what Don Cherry would think of all this. I, I think some people may have thought Don Cherry actually died earlier this week on the show because oh. um, he. You're right, talking about how Mitch Marner came into the rink w- w- carrying a. Uh, no, it was Auston Matthews who was carrying a purse. Yes, and Don damn near had a heart attack about that. For sure, but he's uh, still living. He's so. still living. He's with us. He's. Yeah.
2: Well, despite the loss, Canada played really well against
1: hey, Belgium. I got the effort from those good Canadian boys. That's what you like to see out there.
2: let me finish my. I thought first, Don, before jumping in, but okay.
1: Uh, what's with the rolling around on the, on the field there? This guy goes down like he's been shot. What's up with that?
2: While they're trying to gain the attention of the ref, Don, to gain a tactical advantage. Uh,
1: like, I tell you what, that wouldn't fly on the hockey rink. You take a dive like that, you better be expected to drop them next shift. I don't
2: have anything to drop,
1: Don. And that's why hockey's the best sport in the world. Support that shift! Help! The BNS
0: and 20 Minutes or
1: Less podcast. This question popped up in a video on my feed yesterday, and it was being asked about uh, Halifax, but I think it it applies here too. Mm -hmm. Would you say Calgary is getting better or worse over time, Shauna? And I I know this isn't too far off from the question that uh, Angus Reed and I asked you recently about the future of Alberta. Do you think it's bleak or bright? But this is more specific to Calgary and more about how the city has changed since you've lived here.
2: This is a funny question, because if you ask anybody who has been in a place for a long time, they always think it's getting worse, right? <laughs> you always get the, oh, well, you know, when I, it's back in my day, things were like this, and now it's just, things are going to crap. Like, you hear that from basically anybody who's been in a place for a long time, because mm-hmm. we as humans tend to just not like change, period. We
1: don't like change, so no. if it was one way when you were young, yes. it's not that way anymore.
2: Then you are always going That's to say you change. don't like it now.
1: Yeah,
2: It's tough also, because... When a place grows, right, there are growing pains that go with it. And with progress comes these growing pains. And so that's also tough because, for example, there are more people in Calgary than there used to be. Mm -hmm. Right. And with that comes uh, probably more crime and more drug use and that kind of thing as things catch up, too. So if you're looking at it that way, then maybe you'd be like, oh, it's getting it's going to crap. Mm -hmm.
1: But. I was. Gonna say, I was going to say. I think the longer you've lived here, the better gauge you would have. But you're right. That that probably is how it is everywhere. Right? Yes. It's just. It's not how it used to be, and that means that it it's, it's gotten worse. They yes. can only go in one direction. So. Mm-hmm.
2: But I yeah. think that there's, you know, there's lots of really exciting things that are coming down the pipes for Calgary. Like we've talked about the the tech sector coming here and a bunch of jobs and things are rebounding and so mm-hmm. there's a lot of so I don't know it's a really tough question to answer because you know again and people will say well housing prices are going up and it's like yes because again people want to live here people want to live here which is a good thing
1: so So you've lived here for nine years yeah almost ten years almost ten years is it better now than when you moved here or was it better then
2: I don't know it's a really tough question I I love it just as much as I did when I first moved here Mm -hmm. so I don't know what that means right and I, yeah, like, I've never looked at it and been like, oh, well, this is going downhill, or this is, or whatever. I mean, when I first got here, it was the end of the last boom. Yeah, and, and I moved we, here
1: eight years ago, right at the yeah. at the start of the recession. So like it was a little, it was kind of dark when I yeah. moved here, right? And it w- so, there was
2: an awful lull for a while, mm-hmm. and then now things are firing back up again. But then we had COVID in the middle, so I'm like, I don't actually know how to answer that.
1: Yeah, the one thing I would say has definitely gotten worse is just like homelessness yes. and drug use and stuff like that it has visibly gotten worse since I've lived here. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, lots of exciting things. There's always cool new places opening up. Like yes. you know, the, watching the East Village develop is cool. And even I was looking at the map of the Green Line yesterday, and I was like. if this This thing gets built. It's going to be so cool. Yeah.
2: So people are moving here because they want to live here. Yeah. So I, again, I'm I would say better in my experience. But I would say the same. Your mileage may vary. If you're an older person, though, you definitely (laughs) are not happy with it. DNS in 20 minutes or less. I'm not sure if you would consider this a TV trope or what. But yesterday I got thinking about a unique tactic that's used in a lot of TV shows. And it's having a character that everybody knows, but nobody ever sees.
1: Okay, like an off-screen character, almost. Totally. Yeah. So
2: the most famous, of course, would probably be Wilson from Home Improvement, right?
1: Right. You only see parts of him. Parts of him, but
2: and you never see. Usually, his face.
1: just from the the eyes up, right? Because he's yep. talking over the fence. Mm-hmm. But then there was one episode I think where he was he was talking underneath a cabinet or something so you could see the bottom half of his face right just to really switch it up oh look at this
2: (laughs) but it's something that happens in quite a few movies and TV shows when I got thinking about it and I was like it is interesting because it really does add this intrigue right Mm because the whole time as long as you're watching the series you're always like are we ever going to see this
1: person and some shows do reveal them and some don't. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mrs. Wallowitz from Big Bang Theory. That's another one of those where you just hear okay. this annoying voice always from the background. And I know this because my boyfriend's a huge Big Bang Theory fan. <laughs> but she's one too. So you never ever see her. You just hear this really annoying voice. It's just this mom voice in the back. Okay. Uh, Charlie from Charlie's Angels.
1: Right. It's usually just like on a speaker box, right? Like on the phone.
2: Yeah, and you're always like, who's Charlie? And it's it's named after him. Very big character, but you never see him.
1: The two that spring to mind immediately... Doctor Claw from Inspector Gadget. Yes, he's always just sitting there petting his cat. Yep. But I think did they eventually show his face?
2: Ooh, I don't know. I don't ever remember that. I always just remember Doctor Claw. If
1: you Google him, you can see what he looks like. But oh. I didn't. I don't remember that. I just remember him petting that cat. Me too. Petting the hell out of that cat.
2: Yeah, he really <laughs> stroked that cat hard. I almost uh, will <laughs> wondered if that was the goat. That would be the goat of, of characters you don't see because Doctor Claw. As a kid, I was very influenced by that creepy ass hand petting that cat, and
1: he had that voice too. He, he had did, a great yeah. Voice. The other one I was thinking of is on Trailer Park Boys. There's a character in the park named Donnie, and Donnie's always yelling about something, and he's usually like, if if there's too much noise in the park, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> or if they're shooting at each other.
2: Uh huh. Cool it with the guns. That's a good one too. <laughs> and you never see him. What about the teacher from Charlie Brown?
1: Oh, the womp womp womp
2: womp. You don't see or understand her. Right. And that that is a very like she's there all the time and everybody knows about the teaser from Charlie Brown, yeah. so it's crazy because she doesn't even speak English.
1: You're like, what is she saying? Nobody knows, but And like when someone's talking and you're not really listening, yeah. Her voice is has become you, the Yes. Like, yeah, I think she'd probably be the, the goat of off screen of characters.
2: Not pet and puss and <laughs>
1: Easy, Doctor Claw. Easy,
2: VNS Dr. Dr. in twenty minutes or less. I was listening to the lead up to the World Cup yesterday against Belgium, and uh, the commentator was English. And there are certain words that I hear with an accent that I just love the pronunciation of, and mm-hmm. I kind of want to switch it up almost. And this one is one of them. The word "controversy." Just have a listen to how he says it. Back in the
1: Controversy. Controversy. Controversy.
2: One more time. Controversy. Oh,
1: yeah. He puts the emphasis on the tra instead of the "ver." hey?
2: I'm a big fan of that. This Aria. is one of the most fun about the, the commentators uh, for the World Cup. We've ta- chatted about this before is the accents that you get to hear mm-hmm. from all over the world mm-hmm. and a lot of them European accents. And I hear these and I'm just like, you know, I don't mind it, especially because we talk for a living. I find sometimes it's nice to switch up the way you say things if you can. Here or there. Just try it on for size. Now I want to say controversy
1: instead Jeez, of controversy. I hope, I hope you don't.
2: Really? Would that, <laughs> would that throw you off?
1: That uh, might bother me a little. Also, controversy. I can't
2: I can't say it right now without the accent. I'm like, how would I say it?
1: Controversy. Just,
2: controversy. Nope. Controversy. Nope. You don't like that? <laughs> hold on, hold know. on. He says another one that's nice too. He says January and it has that nice... January. January.
1: January. January. Controversy. January. He turns it into a three-syllable d- word instead of a four-syllable january. January. January.
2: January. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm the working january on. Controversy. I'm gonna throw these into my repertoire <laughs> and see how you feel. V and S twenty minutes
1: or less. Front of the show, Catherine messaged us and she said her mom is from the UK but has lived in Canada for 40 years and she said she <laughs> hates the pronunciation of that word and then her mom will sometimes slip back into those pronunciations after she's been back home for a bit mm. and it yep. just drives Catherine crazy should pedophile is one that they say funny
2: or a pedophile
1: pedophile it's a pedophile what about aluminium yeah that's always a good one too. Catherine said that one doesn't bother her but condom She She. But it's like a condom A condom
2: Yeah Oh man I just As I said to her I was like Sometimes it's just fun When you speak for a living To try out different pronunciations Not that you'll stay with it But sometimes it's nice To switch it up Especially if it's a word You use all the time Yeah Controversy isn't one of those words Controversy Controversy Uh, But yes There are some that you're like You know what I'm bored of saying it that way Let's try the other way
1: Well I can barely even say The word body Normally anymore Mm -hmm. It has to be like that Isn't that funny um, I have to say prostitute with an Eastern European accent, prostitute.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm
2: gonna say controversy. Controversy.
1: You're just gonna sit on it for a bit and
2: then you're gonna slip it in one time and I yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna throw you I'm off not gonna with like it. it. That's really all I want.
1: Yeah. Mm. The BNS and in 20 Minutes or Less podcast is brought to you by Shane Holmes. Move in sooner to one of Shane Homes' quicker possession duplexes. Starting from the 490s, these 1,624 square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next level soundproofing. For more info, visit shanehomes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. I read most of that without even looking at my, uh, my notes here. That's amazing. I've got that committed to memory almost.
2: I was about to say it was pretty cool because we got a tour of those Shane Holmes' homes the other day and they are awesome.
1: Yeah, they are beautiful, beautiful yeah. place. Is, yeah yeah i'm like,
2: like hmm maybe i should move into one of those videos.
1: lots of the features that you're looking for in yeah it. in a new home mm-hmm. uh that video should almost be done so we'll post that when it's ready we will
0: the bns and 20 minutes or less podcast
1: facetime with my mom yesterday she said she was driving by our house and she, her house and she uh passed one of our neighbors and she's like that woman has been wearing the same winter coat since i met her <laughs> which was Twenty five years ago. Oh wow! <laughs> and I was like, I know the coat you're talking about because when she said who it was, I was like, I know, I can picture the coat. Too. That is hilarious. Same winter coat since I was little. Hey, good for um, her if
2: it's still still kicking. Well,
1: that's the thing. My mom said she like had this thought where she was like, "Come on, like buy a new winter coat," but then she kind of caught herself and was like, "Well, no. Why? You know, like if the coat is still if it's still doing working, its job yeah. and she still likes it, why would you replace it just just because? Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe the problem is." with the rest of us not with someone who you know who who could stretch out a a purchase that long you know to not be beholden to the trends to to not spend unnecessarily Mm -hmm. on a you know trashing a perfectly good coat just because it's not cool anymore yep so no she's got it she's she's got got it down also has the same haircut she's had the whole time I've known her so Um, I have the same haircut since I have this forever as well (laughs) she found a coat and a haircut and she's like "All that's it I'm good probably forever now. My hair just <laughs> doesn't
2: do anything else. Like, if I even try to style it differently, it just goes... <laughs> and then goes back to the way it was. I'm like, oh, sorry.
1: But I said, that's how it used to be, right? Like, you you repaired things. Yes. You mended clothes that were ripped. You didn't... And, like, you bought things expecting them to last. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to get the fashionable jacket this year. Yeah. And replace it next year with whatever's fashionable then. So, mm-hmm. it's probably a better way to be. Way better I, way to be. I should try to live my life a little more like that. I, I actually... I kind of do. But... um my mom was like, she doesn't have anything even close to 25 years old. She said her wedding dress would be the only thing that she would have that would be older than that. And it's not something you wear, right? Yeah. Do you? What is what is the oldest article of clothing you have?
2: I have a few, um, a few things that would be probably 10 years old now. Yeah? Uh, I have a snowboarding jacket that I've had forever. It's about 10 years
1: old. Still wear it? Uh,
2: yes. It's like... I have one that I wear more snowboarding. Um that that one's getting worn out. It sucks cuz that one's only like 4 years old and it's it's yeah. starting to rip and like everything about like those you, zippers are all broken on it and
1: you expect a coat to go longer than that. You especially it's really like a good snowboarding jacket can be like 3 4 500 bucks, right? Yes. So, yeah. This is the
2: other one that I kind of bring out um as like a non on the hill snowboarding so it's lasted a long time. I also have a bra that I think is about 17 years old. Wow. And I found it and I was As like your
1: grandmother was that the first bra? It was like should that be in the Smithsonian? Sh- <laughs> this dusty old bra it
2: still works. I actually found it was it was hidden away in a closet for a long time and then I busted it out and I was like I think I bought this at the beginning of high school. <laughs> Okay,
1: it looks steampunk, but yeah. not not ironically. That's just how it's, things. It's work. pointy
2: like Madonna's fashionable bra, but that's just how they first started making them. Just wow, <laughs> we started with these pointy cones that we just <laughs> slipped on your bazookas, and that was it. And sorry, does
1: it still get regular rotation? Or it is does it, now. It I, does. I start.
2: I put it back in a rotation because it was wow. still in good
1: form from that's 1892 an <laughs> <the> first bra. <laughs> It was, it's was made the, of burlap because we couldn't get cotton during the oh, was war. Was that in a chastity
2: belt? <laughs> that was her underwear. VNS. in twenty minutes or less. I passed this whole shelf of white girl sayings yesterday, back there. But it was a different, it was a, a different genre, a subgenre, if you will, of white girl sayings.
1: We like exploring some of the subgenres of white girl sayings. So this
2: one's for please. cowgirls.
1: Oh. White farm
2: girls. Okay. Sayings, kind of. Let me just read some off to you and you'll to see what I'm saying. To go with the white
1: stitching on their jeans?
2: Absolutely. That's that's it. It's embroidered in the exact same white stitching. Uh, this one, Farm Sweet Farm. Okay. Oh,
1: that's that's shoehorn. Yeah,
2: that's yeah. right in there. I've got 99 problems and fishing solves them all.
1: Again? Yeah. Pretty, okay. sho- pretty shoehorned? I mean-
2: <laughs> Life is better with a farm boy. Okay. Okay. It's, don't flatter yourself cowboy I was looking at your horse.
1: <laughs> These are getting better and better.
2: And this one home is where the herd is.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. That God. one's that was the strongest of all of them I, agree. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> home is where the herd is. Yeah, the
2: herd. <laughs> Holy man. So a whole subgenre and they were just all back to back. To, I was like, wow. Okay. So if you have a white farm girl in your, in your life, you can definitely offer up one of those.
1: Tremendous. Yes. Tremendous. Um, so. On this, on the, on our scale here, how many silly boys trucks are for girls out of 10 <laughs> decals on your back window. Do those get Jana?
2: I guess I'm gonna give this one. Uh, I'm, I'm, eight and a yeah. half, yeah, eight and a half like silly that. boys. Yeah. Okay.
1: Can I mention this too? I yes. saw the funniest post yesterday. This is from a, a dude named Daniel Kibblesmith. He's a writer for Stephen Colbert, and I would almost consider this to be the anti-white girl quote. Oh, okay. Um. He 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 said. Children need to be exposed to healthy heteronormative role models like an adult man with a cave in the garage lined with pornography and his wife who collects hilarious text art about how she chugs wine because you were born. Mm, (laughs) Yeah, that's... Healthy, heteronormative role models.
2: That's an anti-white girl saying for sure. (laughs) Dad's got a garage full of porn. Mom's
1: drunk because she's got you. We've talked
2: also about the white boy sayings that would show up in that man cave. So there you go. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast.
1: Audio. Audio. See myself in the pouring home. See the light come over now.
2: This was Moby's most successful single ever, although he admits he doesn't really like it. He says it's his least favorite song on the album. He finds it boring.
1: I see myself in the pouring rain. I
0: watch hope come over me.
1: Moby began his music career clean and sober, but after his mother died in the 90s, he got heavy into alcohol and drugs. He's been sober again since 2008 and has the letters VX tattooed near his eye, the V standing for vegan and the X for his straight edge lifestyle.
2: There are two versions of the song. This one featuring Gwen Stefani and the album version, which doesn't. The reason Moby said the song was recorded when No Doubt was exploding and he couldn't understand why Gwen wanted to go into the studio with him. This old has been. She recorded the vocals and did a great job, but Moby was trying to mix it himself and couldn't find a way to mix her in. So he waited a year later, gave the vocals to a friend who was a much better mixer and he made it sound good. So the song was re-released.
1: People old enough might remember Moby's high-profile feud with Eminem. At the 2001 Grammy Awards, Moby called Eminem a homophobe, racist, and misogynist. Eminem responded several times, including on his 2002 hit, Without Me. year You
0: don't know me. You're too old. Let go. It's over. No- Audio. You've been listening to the BNS and in 20 Minutes or Less podcast.
1: Brought to you by Shane Holmes, paired homes that keep your neighbors' noise on their side.
0: Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X929. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS and 20 minutes or less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.